Welcome, Jeremy Davidson. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Rob. Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate your time. Oh, my pleasure. So let's jump right into this. And like I said before, you know, the one thing that sparked my interest was uh, was the book that you wrote. And um, that that's such a relevant topic right now. You know, mind shift, getting a job in sports. Brilliant. Um, so I want to talk about that with you. I want to talk a little bit about your story and how you got where you are today at the Bristol Motor Speedway. You know, talk about that Tennessee football game. And then then we'll talk a little bit more about, um, you know, some advice that you want to give. So so let's take a step back. Let's start at the beginning. How did you get to where you are today? Yeah. No, I, um, I started out in college working with the local Coca-Cola bottler. And as simple as a summertime part-time job sampling mellow yellow. And <laughs> it was great. We, we went around on the hot summer days and refreshed all the kids. So it was a it was a fun thing, and I didn't think anything about it back then other than it was a way to kind of earn some extra money and have fun while doing it. Well, I graduate college and looking for a job, and I had connections at Coca-Cola, and uh, so I took the sales route and drove the delivery truck. I delivered the Coke products to the grocery stores and the gas stations and everywhere in between and uh, had my route and and had a lot of fun with that, but quickly realized uh, that was probably going to be a, a, a really a physically demanding job. And those guys really busted out there that do that work. Um, I had some connections on the advertising piece from my college job. And so I connected with those folks and ended up landing a role in the advertising department for this Coca-Cola bottler. And the bottler there had a great guy, visionary guy by the name of Jim Bailey. And Jim was one of those mentor guys to me who really just uh, had some great plans and let me run with them. And so we developed some mobile marketing, interactive marketing, not so much the digital marketing. And back then it was, that's the only mobile marketing you had. But um, we went across the Southeast with some mobile displays and and really branded uh, some exhibits and so forth and help our sales folks sell in Coke products to the different grocers and retailers. Doing that, Coke was a big partner being in Charlotte of uh, NASCAR at Charlotte Motor Speedway and sponsored a couple of drivers. And so part of my role was to help out at the Speedway during those events and with the street festivals around the NASCAR race when it was in town. So I continued to just kind of jump in where I was needed and how I could help. And as I got involved in the NASCAR piece of it, I said, man, this is a pretty cool sport. I I like this a lot. And I'd like to figure out how I could do this more of my, more of my day be comprised of working in NASCAR motorsports. So one thing led to another. I ended up uh, leaving Coke and kind of doing what uh, the job I'd been doing in terms of creating these mobile exhibits for other companies across the country, and then ended up moving to Atlanta, Georgia, working with an agency 
called Momentum. And at oh, Momentum, yeah. I managed, yeah, I, I managed different uh, mobile exhibits again. But a lot of what Momentum was charged with was running Coke's mobile sponsorship program. So the Harley Davidson motorcycles with the sidecar of the Coke bottle that shoot t-shirt cannons at the races on the parade laps and things like that. We were doing a lot of that. And so I found myself managing uh, Powerade college football tours and setting up right across from the game day crew and um, just really some phenomenal experiences that I just kind of stumbled into uh, while I was down there in Atlanta. And then I got married. At, when I was in Atlanta and my family was still in Charlotte and I got an opportunity to move back to Charlotte and my wife and I thought that would be a good move. And so we did. And I went to work for Mulliman Marketing at the time. And that was owned by or started by Max Mulliman. And yeah. uh, Max is quite the pioneer in the sports marketing industry. Mm-hmm. And right after I <clears throat> right after I started there, IMG bought up Mulliman Marketing, as they did with uh, some of the bigger agencies. We're buying some of the smaller boutique agencies. And so we became IMG, and and really my role at IMG and Mulliman was to uh, assist with the co-sponsorships. You know, they managed the NASCAR side of things when it came to driver relationships and track relationships and so forth. So after a while, I found myself running the entire Coke-NASCAR sponsorship program from the agency side. And then also when Winston took a, took a step out of drag racing, Powerade came in to sponsor, be the title sponsor. I helped with that conversion and, and really uh, went around to every drag race there was for a couple of years converting and changing the branding over and the the language and the messaging from Winston to Powerade and and uh so we you know one thing led to another we as an agency in sports being owned by IMG in the mirror early to mid 2000 we had a great opportunity to touch a lot of different sports and businesses and companies and that was a fantastic time. It, you know, you really had plethora of opportunities to work in Olympics or racing or football or basketball. So we were touching all kinds of different things across the uh, the gamut of sports. And when I was, I'd been at IMG for about five years and we had, uh, my wife and I had started a family and I was on the road all the time, Rob. Uh, I'm sure you can attest to that and in, in some of these roles, but uh I was gone quite a bit, and my I had two children at the time, and my son, who's probably 18 months or so, said, Mom, where does Dad live? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, whoa, that's a, that's a zinger there, buddy. So we mm-hmm. had to uh, kind of reevaluate our priorities, and uh, I ended up stepping away for about five years and going into to real estate and development and into investing and so forth, and uh, we had another child, so I had three children at home, and my wife had kind of grown a support, you know, group around her and enabled her to kind of feel more stable, and uh, I was able to get back into sports. And so I took a step back after we decided it was the right time and went back into managing a uh, motorsport sponsorship for General Mills. And 
had fun doing that. But at the same time, I, I started to find myself getting back on the road more than I really wanted to be as a father of uh, three kids and, and, you know, wanted to raise uh, my family and be there for them. So I stepped, uh, I started looking for an opportunity. And when I reached out to some folks at Bristol Motor Speedway, who had I worked with for many years, they said, you know what, we think we might have something you'd be interested in. And seven years later, here I am. So wow. we've have, we've seen a lot of different things and uh, stepped out and stepped in. And, and I really feel like being able to jump into sports from scratch uh, two times kind of gave me, yeah, you know what, there's some credibility there to write a book on how to get a job in sports. So we nice. um, we had a lot of fun with it and um and just you know blessed to be where we are so talk a little bit about um the book but i i want i want you to also touch a little bit more about i think later on about the advice that you give because i don't know if a lot of college students or even people that are transitioning from you know the the outside the sports world that want to be into it understand the role of an agency and how powerful those places are because they think folks always think they want to work for a team or for a league and they don't even know the massive amounts of uh, value that agencies bring to everybody and, and what you can learn from an agency. But um, that that's just me on my soapbox, but go back to your book. And I really want you yeah. to dive into the importance of the book. Um, so, you know, so go ahead. Yeah. 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 No, what I, found um, over my tenure of running internship programs for different companies, whether I, I managed folks or was part of the interview process or hiring process, I found that a lot of uh, young folks coming right out of college or while they're still in college would look for internships or jobs and really just didn't have a great understanding of, of what the world looked like. Most of their information stemmed from a couple of movies and and probably jerry Maguire being one of the biggest uh at at that time of uh what does sports look like now you've got some great movies out there that really go you know with a deep dive in to provide a little bit more truth and um you know engagement in, in what the sports world looks like but at the time i found a lot of these kids really didn't have an idea of what they were getting into or why they were going into it. They just knew, hey, sports is fun and cool, and I can probably make a lot of money doing that, and I'm probably not going to have to work very hard. So, um, you know, it was a real eye-opener to hear a lot of these younger folks saying this type of information and just really said, man, that's that's not right, guys. You, you know, there's a lot more to it, and – you know, when I looked into, as I was getting prepared for the book and, and reading up on the amount of jobs available in the sports industry each year and the number of graduates from sports management programs, the numbers are just completely unbalanced. And poor guys and girls that are coming out of college with, you know, sports management degrees to think that they're all going to get a job in sports because they only think about the sports teams. You know, they're only thinking about uh, the league, the, the franchise, the, the teams themselves, uh, the facilities that they play in, but there's so much more to it. And my goal in writing the book it was to try and help folks understand 
you can work in sports. It may not be the traditional sense that you're uh, used to knowing about working for a franchise or a facility or a, a league, but there are other ways to do it and to get involved and to figure out where you're going to fit best in the sports puzzle. So agencies, like you mentioned, were a big role in my life and my career. And what I've been able to do is showcase how the agency world provides a great learning you know, ground for folks to get their feet wet and sink their teeth in and through some trial and error. And agencies are looking for the younger folks to get out there on the road to maybe do some heavy lifting. But for those guys that go and didn't do it, it's a fantastic opportunity for them to gain the experience that they're going to need to go to a team one day or go to a league at some point in the future because the exposure they gain is unlike anything else that they'll probably get uh, working in another job. So it's been a lot of fun to see the agency piece uh, grow and the ebb and flow of the agency world as it uh, you, you they grow big and they grow small and more boutique and um, there's so many things out there but agencies really provide support and strength to companies that may not be staffed in such a way so it may be a sales, uh, you know, uh, helping develop new business. It may be developing social media plans and platforms. There are so many different types of agencies out there today that companies have to choose from, and they're fantastic ways to get involved. Uh, there's benefits to both sides, whether companies use, you know, their their departments in-house, uh, bring stuff in-house, or they rely on an agency there's benefits to both sides, but what folks should know about wanting to work in sports is agencies are a great way to get started and a great way to learn the sports business from a different perspective. So I know there's anybody in this, everybody in this business and industry at some point has had that 4 a.m. wake up call, meet in the lobby of the hotel drive over to the event, and at 5 a.m., you're staring, staring at each other, putting up a pop-up tent. Everybody has done it, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, it's those the are, old those are, Go ahead. Yeah, those are, those are great times that uh, you hate it while it's happening, but you look back on it, and you can laugh and have fun with it later. But when that alarm's going off or the, the, the wake-up call's coming in, you're like, oh, my God gosh are you kidding me so right. um those are those are yeah absolutely been there too many times <laughs> so. yeah. i hey i'm I'm still there so um yeah. what is <laughs> still still there but at least it's from my alma mater now so it's a little bit more enjoyable but um That's what good. is it that advice when you have jeremy when you have you know at bristol motor speedway when you guys are on the property side now and the hospitality, the activation, you know, the, the names have changed a little bit since the, when we first started in the industry from experiential to activation and all that. But, you know, kids coming out, we weren't really looking. We didn't need to have graphic design skill sets and social media wasn't a big play in it. You know, what what is the advice that you could give to anybody from a, a recent grad to somebody trying to reenter into the industry? What are those skill sets that you think bring so much value to a property 
like yours, um, aside from the teachable aspects of, you know, activation and signage placement and hospitality, um, what have you seen change in the marketplace now where you look for and really want to tell young people or, or people getting into the business that you, when you come to us and you want a job, an entry-level position, be it sales or marketing or whatever it may be, what are those skill sets that you're looking for? And I apologize for spending so much time asking you one question. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. The, you know, Today, things have changed. They are different, and technology is changing so fast that when the folks that are um, coming into the sports world today, they've got exposure to technology that you and I didn't know about when we were starting out. Um, and I think that really is a strength for the folks that are looking to get into the sports business today. And what I mean by that is data is everything. You know, really data can drive your business further and longer than a lot of other areas can. So, you know, what I'd love to see from folks as they're coming and interviewing or looking to get on is they, they have a really strong analytical background or uh, since, you know, perhaps they don't have the experience, but they, they understand numbers and data, and they understand the digital audience, how to get to them, how to reach them, what are the different mediums to connect with people socially these days. And the last one, maybe the most important, is sales, being able to sell, because everybody in the company is a salesperson. Uh, no matter if you're the HR person or Johnny in accounting, it doesn't matter. Everybody's got to sell the story of the team, the facility, the property, the sport, whatever it is, because I guarantee you when you're in it, your neighbor's going to ask you about it. The people at the pool in the summertime are going to ask you about it. The mailman's going to ask you about it. When they know you work in it, it's going to be your job to represent whatever that sport, facility, team, you're working with to the best and sell them on it and, and create that positive impression and image. So sales, digital uh, technology and analytics are, are, are big things to me, Rob, when I'm looking at and talking to folks and, you know, you mentioned it as well. Simple stuff, have a great attitude, you know, smile and be pleasant, be willing to work hard and do more than, you're required of if you get the opportunity to jump in and step help to help out go further than you're asked you know don't be afraid to stay longer and get your feet dirty and, and dirt under your nails you know that's um that's the thing i think that drives me crazy is when we get some folks in that come to work or try it out or internships or volunteering and they're they're working less than what we are and um and and really just expecting to get something in return you know um and that's that's not the way it works uh and and people realize that real quick you know from the employer side of who's going to be you know around the longest and going to give you the best effort and really take your your team to another level so 
Well, I, I think it said it all. You just kind of wrapped up what your title of your book is, Mind Shift, you know, getting a job in sports. And, you know, it really is a mind shift of don't count hours against your pay or it's over. You know, shifting your mind to being willing to volunteer, jump in, get your you know dirt under your nails and be, be willing to get up. No one likes to get up at 4 a.m. unless you're catching a flight or going fishing. So, but to get up and yeah. put up a tent is <laughs> a different story. So, um, you know, right. how do people buy your book? Where do, where do they go to get this book? Yeah, thanks, Rob. The, uh, the book's called Mind Shift, Getting a Job in Sports. And I felt like the, the best way to get this out to folks was to have it available on Amazon. But I've got a, a blog site that I use. It's called Move Into Sports. And I've got the book available there that you can click over and, and buy. And it's you can get the hard copy or you can download. You know, whatever someone's uh, preference is should be available uh, through moveintosports.com or Amazon. Well, I am so happy that you and I have connected and crossed paths. And I'm constantly out there as you are looking for like-minded, great people in the business. And there's so many of us out there that – just love to 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 meet people and and to share our information once we got to this age and and to help out other people to experience what we have and um, I I want to thank you so much for your time you're a true pro and gentleman Jeremy I'm really glad we were able well, to connect yeah thank you Rob I appreciate your time um, best of luck on your book coming out soon and I'm excited to read that and and it is fun to uh, to to reminisce and to think forward and, and most importantly, help others enjoy what we've been able to enjoy. So it's about leaving the legacy and uh, the next generation coming in, making sure they're ready to go and to be set up for success and launch them well. Jeremy Davidson, you're, you're a great man. And, and I appreciate you sharing your story with us today and everybody here listening. Um, and as always, everybody could go to, robthompsonlive.com, and uh, we, we've been set, set up a, a special group on Facebook as well, Rob Thompson Live, where we'll be able to network with everybody that is involved in the industry, share ideas, uh, share best practices, help each other get jobs, get jobs to, from each other, um, and then just certainly uh, share opinions in, about this industry that we're so passionate about. So again, thank you for spending time with us today and sharing your story. And uh, we look forward to hopefully someday getting down there for a Tennessee game. And I want to be part of, you know, the 170,000 or whatever that, that record was. I want to be part of that at some point. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. And, and hopefully we'll be doing that again soon. But um, yeah, we'd love to have you. Love to have you at Bristol. Wonderful. Well, uh, thanks again for your time, and, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll plan on staying in touch. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate your, your time. And the... All right. You bet. Thanks, Jeremy. All right.